Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perek Tes, Pasuk Aleph, Mi Yitnani Bamidbar Malone Orchim. So by now, you would be very well justified into saying or thinking that with all this gloom, the doom, the relentless voice of destruction and despair, the um, absolute irrevocability of what is to happen to B'nai Yisrael, you would be right in thinking, isn't there some sort of exit ramp that I could get off of? Just relieve this constant prophecy of dread and destruction. And you would not be wrong because the Navi himself is saying that in terms of his own mental health. Says the Navi, Mi yitnani bamidbar malon archim ve'ezva esami ve'elchamitem. Would that someone would provide me with a desert inn, as it were, that they used to have in the desert between uh, stations where caravans would cross, an inn. Would that one found me or could find me a desolate, isolated structure where I could stay there, the Ezvasami, and leave my nation, the Elchamitam, abandon them or just depart from them, Kikulam Menafim, they are all adulterers. Atzeret Bogdim. They are a den of treacherous um, hypocrites. So that the Navi himself, although some do say this could be the Kaddish Baruch who's saying, wouldn't it be better that I had stayed in the desert and that I don't have to punish Yerushalayim, I'm here in the desert. But no, most people feel this is the Navi who has had it up to here and just wants out. He never wanted the job, as we know anyway. By Yidrechu, continues the Navi, and what they have done is L'shonam Kashtam Sheker. They have pulled the bow of their weaponry as Sheker. In other words, some people have the weapons are in Muna and Bitochel. No, this nation is Sheker and deceit. Below Lem Muna, they have succeeded, as it were, in the land because of evil. Like most people try to succeed in terms of doing good, they are mainly interested in evil. And so they follow Ra. They just practice evil. And me, they do not know. Each man guards himself from his fellow man. And on his brethren, and they put no faith in them. Because it is all a phony. It is a trap for Rechilus, for slander. They destroy each other's reputation for the sport of it. Each person they speak gossip and slander and uh, libel. They have trained their tongues to speak lies. They strain themselves 
in sheker and deceit towards their fellow man. In other words, it doesn't come easy. You have to work on it. How many do they practice it? Shiftecha besof mirma, you dwell among deceit. And the deceit has caused you to forget me. You are so immersed in the deceit and in the day-to-day lying and mendacity that you have forgotten me completely, says the Kaddish Baruch And now, says the Kaddish Baruch I must refine them. I must purify them because what am I going to do? What am I going to do? There's no cure. By refinement, the Kaddish Baruch means that just as you take the impurities in metals and burn them off with dross, so he is going to have to burn and refine B'nai Yisrael. And he's going to refine them through a terrible experience of exile and pain and suffering in the hope that he can clear up the impurities. Because what are his alternatives? Their arrow is drawn with their tongues in deceit. They speak very nicely at peace to their neighbors. And yet, in their midst, they are ambushing them. They are plotting their destruction. On these, I'm not going to avenge myself. Uh, Shall I not have my soul be avenged for a nation like this? And so on the mountains, I lift my voice in, in wailing. Benehi and lamentation, I'll know Smidmar in the desert. Why? They're empty. There's no one there. Midmakinikim, not stupidly ish. There's not a man left. Overvelo Shamu Kol Mikne, there's no one passing by. There's no one shepherding his flock. Meofa Shamayim at Behema, Naju Halacha. From the birds of the sky to the animals of the desert, Naju. They have escaped halachu. They have, in fact, left. Benasati Yerushalayim legalim ma'on tanim. I will turn Yerushalayim literally into a pile of rubble. Vesariyeh Yehuda etein shmama mibli yoshev. And I will turn the cities of Judea into cities that no one lives. There's no inhabitants. Now, says the Navi, Mi ha'ish ha'chacham v'yovein ezos v'asher diber pi Hashem elov v'yigade alma avda ha'aretz nitasa kamidbar mibli over. Says the Navi, Who is enough of a wise man, enough of a person of understanding, who can tell what happened here? Why was this all lost? Why is it left without a passerby? What have they done? They have left my Torah. 
as Asher Nasati Lifnehem that I have put before them, below Shamu Bakoli, below Halchubar. It's as simple as that. They did not listen to my voice and they did not follow in the ways. <coughs> the Gemara in Sanhedrin gives a varied list of reasons that the temple was destroyed with such ferocity. We, of course, have the usual that it was the three major Iroyos. Some say no. Others say that it was they forgot something as simple as the Birkas HaTorah, that bracha that we make every morning before the brachos. Not that they didn't learn Torah, because the door of the Bayes Rishon were very astute in Torah, but they didn't say the preliminary bracha. They didn't connect the reality of what they were doing. They didn't internalize the Torah in making a bracha. It showed a total lack of gratitude, a lack of appreciation. And so they neglected the Torah. They made no connection between the Torah as a living document, as something that you did in your daily life, as far from being something else. You observed it, you read it as literature. And that is the fault that they suffer. Vayomer Hashem See, that is the reason. They followed the evil spirits of their heart. And the Baal, those terrible Avodah that their fathers taught them. I am going to feed this nation wormwood, the hashkisam meirosh, and cause them to drink snake poison. May not mean literally, it may, but that's what they're going to do. They are going to be poisoned. They are going to be punished so for what they have done. And I am going to scatter them among nations which their fathers never heard of. And I will follow them into those nations with the sword. Ad kalosi osam till I have destroyed them. This could also be midah connected midah because the Torah says that they worship idols, foreign gods that their fathers never heard of. And so this midah connected midah, you are going to be scattered among nations your father never heard their names. Ko amar Hashem tzoos his phonethi. Focus, reason, the kirula maknonos v'soeveno. Interesting metaphor. Call now for the women, the professional jurors, the women who give lamentations. Uh, we have learned that there was a very respected profession that women who led the funeral marches with lamentations, with dirges. It was a very... Um, as we say, exclusive profession, a very valued profession. Therefore, says the Navi, get them now. Let them come now. Bring the wise women with them. Let them gather. Because frankly, I am just weakened. There's nothing I can do to lament. I am out of, of lamentation. Gather these women.
Vesimharna, Vesesena, Alenu Nehi, Vesedrona, Enenu Dima, Vafafenu, Yizlu, Mayim. And so let their voices shout lamentations, let their tears overflow, and let their eyes just endlessly oh, in tears. Because as I say, I am at the end. There's nothing more I can do in, in lamentation. He called Nehi Nishmami Sion, because there is the voice of weeping and lamentation from Israel. And it asks, how have we been plundered like this? Bishnu, how have we been so humiliated? That we have forsaken the land, we have forsaken our dwellings, and we have cast us out. Hashem has thrown us out. He shlichu mishkenosenu. He shamanu noshin dvar Hashem vasikach oznechem dvar pi v'lamdenu benosechem nehiv isharu sarkina. And continuing on this metaphor of professional mourners, teach a lament to your daughters. Teach them to do this. Teach a dirge to a friend. And teach your friend a lamentation. Maybe it can avert some. Why? Very famous sentence. Death has come through our windows. Baba Amano Senu has come into our palaces, Lahakris to kill Ola our young, Michutz Bahurim, our youngsters in the streets, Mirchobos in the passageway. It is total death and destruction. Daber Kona Uma Shem Venofna Lavena Sa Adam Kadomen Apeneha Sada Uka Amir Me Achre Hakotzer Vein Masir. Speak. Because Hashem has said that they will fall. The bodies will fall. Kedomen, like dung. Al-Panei on the field. Uka-Emir, like wheat. Me-Acharei after the harvester. Why? Ain masaf. There's nobody left to gather it. Kolamar Hashem, al Oh, this is a beautiful sentence, which we read in the Mafter of Tishabov. Let not the Chacham exult in his wisdom. Let not the courageous um, exult in his courage. And let not the rich man just rejoice in his wealth. He imbezos. This is what you have to stress. He's halal. This is what you praise. This is what you exult in. Hamisalel haskel. The wisdom. see to know God. Ki Hashem. chesed mishpat I do the chesed, the mishpat, the justice in the land. This is what I want you to prioritize, not those other extremely very temporal virtues. Hine, 
Yamin Boim, no Mashem, the days are coming. Ufakati Alkol Mova Orla. I am going to take care of every uncircumcised. And this does not mean circumcision literally. It means as well foreign nations, yes. Al Mitzrayim, Val Yehuda, Al Edom, Val Amon, Val Moab, Val Kokatsuse, Peah, Hayoshim, Bamidbar. Everyone in the desert, possibly the Yishma'elim. He called Hagayim Arelim because all the nations in some form are uncircumcised. The whole base Israel are lay lave, and the children of Israel are lay. They are uncircumcised in their hearts, and it is equivalent to me. And so they will be circumcised as part of the removal as part of the redemption. If you would, I ask that you indulge me in a moment of nostalgia because the Pasuk is very special to me that we just read and I would share it with you. Says the Navi, Al Yehalel Bigar Bigurasa let them not exult in those individual virtues. Ki v'shem Hashem. It is I, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, it is my virtues, not those uh, simple virtues. Many, many years ago, and I thank you in advance for indulging me in this, I was a student on a summer institute back in 1969. And we had completed a glorious summer and we were taking the boat back part of the way to go back to the United States. And to our surprise, we found on that boat, it was a secret, Prime Minister Ben-Gurion. We had left Friday, right before in the morning, because he was going on a secret mission to France, and they didn't want the press alerted over Shabbos. And so we asked him, we sent message to him, could he address us as a student group? And he graciously accepted. And so we met in a shul in the uh, boat, and I remember him beginning by saying, what is the first mitzvah given to a Jew? And we all answered, Puravu. And he said, I said to a Jew, and we were stymied. And he said, Lech lecha me artsacha me molatecha me besavicha. So why aren't you here? And so we answered the usual answers. Our parents don't let us. We're teenagers, etc. And he answered right back, Vayazov, Avraham is terachavir. Avraham left. And each Sally in each parry that we did, he would come back with a pasuk from the Torah completely by heart. And basically what we said is that yes, we have it very good in America. Uh, we feel unthreatened. We're not Germany in the 30s and that it is perhaps a more comfortable lifestyle. And he listened and he argued. And then when the session was over, he got up and he walked to the door, and I remember it as clear as yesterday, turned around, 
wagged a finger at us and said, Kol Amar Hashem, Al Yischalel Chacham B'Chachmor So, Al Yischalel Hagibor B'Gur So, Al Yischalel Oshir B'Ashro. A Tisha has never gone by that I don't think of that Pasuk, of that old man, and what he was telling us. And so my thought is, if he was accurate or relevant in 1969, how much more relevant is that thought today? Adkan, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow.